here in the UK, lockdown is back and it looks like we're going to be stuck at home until at least the start of December. So if this is your first time under lockdown or if you're just getting yourself ready for round two, then we thought we'd give you some useful tips. So I sat down with Claire Lovick, who's the business development director for Recruit, which is a recruitment agency that focuses on everyone from forklift drivers to accountants. Claire and her team have been through lockdown already this year, as many of us have, and we talk about her advice to anyone whose first time it is going into lockdown, how she and her team kept conversation casual when they were outside of the office, and how, in some ways, lockdown has actually improved their communication. I started off by asking Claire what the past whirlwind year has been like for her and her colleagues. We have managed pretty well. Some of us work remotely quite often anyway, me being one of those examples. Um, I normally travel around a lot for my role, uh, visiting clients and visiting our various offices. But obviously with COVID and clients not being able to receive visitors so much, my travel has diminished. So it has changed things quite remarkably for me personally in the way that I work. For our offices, we've had skeleton crews in the offices because we supply key workers into the food industry. Um, We've had to keep our offices manned. So we've obviously done that with measures in place um, in line with the guidance to protect uh, candidates coming into us and also our staff. But yeah, I would say those are where the main changes have been. And what's it been like moving from, because you said you were remote before or you were you often worked remotely before what's the difference been like going from occasionally being able to work remotely to having to work remotely I think it's quite a natural adjustment for me perhaps more so than than my team members that were based in the office all the time I was just already set up and used to to being alone I guess whereas a lot of them are used to being in a in a team in an office um so yeah for me just a natural progression totally adapted you said you said there's a fairly natural transition the first time around how are you feeling now that you're about to go back into it do you feel more confident have you learned anything from the first lockdown that you're looking forward to getting right back into now yeah I would say I'm fine with it I mean obviously we'd all rather not be in this position but I think it's been really interesting to see how my job can solely be done remotely without considering how much I normally travel and how much time that saves you. So, for example, I would quite often travel up to our office in Grimsby, which is three three hours-ish for me each way. So I've saved that time. And although I miss seeing those clients face-to-face and seeing my team members at that office, it's remarkable the positives in what time it's saved me and how business can be done via video link. I think that's been interesting for me, given that everything was face-to-face before the likes of COVID landed with us. Yeah, so you sound fairly similar to me insofar as you you know, you know, like the remote working and I, I'm the same. I really value being able to see people in person, but you can, you can rub along without it. What would you say to... If someone over the summer, they've like changed jobs or if they've started a new job and they're 
basically they're facing their first lockdown, their first time not in an office and remote. Do you have any like bits of advice that you'd give to them? Yeah, absolutely. I would say what we do with with our team members also working remotely is we have a daily meeting in the morning on Zoom. Um, even if some days it might only be half an hour just to say hi how is everyone and I think that that has helped definitely our team members that aren't used to working alone um, unlike me I think that's been really valuable so I would say I think most businesses appreciate that people need support especially with somebody going into a new position and I would like to think that most companies are doing that with their team just to give them that structure and support each day. What other advice would I offer there? I would really just say routine. I think I tend to have lunch at an exact time. I have coffee break at a set time. I, I make sure I get up and walk around for a while. So I'm not, I think you're more likely to sit at your desk solidly if you're working alone and less likely to go and chat or walk to the kettle in a workplace might be a further walk and perhaps it is at home so I think breaks just to get up and move around and I tend to walk around if I'm on the phone rather than sit at the desk because I'm sat for so many video meetings and emails and everything else we all have to do whenever I'm just on the phone I will even walk outside while I'm on the phone so I think yes structure and just getting into that that whole new regime, really. And I think also you have to be very careful not to work too long a day, I think, because you're not travelling to fall into... I know I've got friends that do this where you start particularly early because you haven't travelled and you're finishing particularly late. And I think, although that's OK for a short time and for when you need to do it, to do it ongoing is probably a negative for most people. And you mentioned your daily meeting and keeping in contact. And this is something that we talk about quite a lot on the show and something we think quite a lot about. How do you almost reverse engineer those like relaxed, normal conversations you'd have during the day when you're not able to have them? You said you have those daily meetings. Is that is that your main way of doing that? Yeah, I I would say those have become quite relaxed now because we do it every day. Some of them we do weekly. It depends with which team because obviously different meetings are for different teams. But yeah, I would say they've become become quite natural really. So I, I don't think we've had a massive problem there. If anything, I think that the quality of communication within the business has improved. Not that we were poor communicators, but... I would say we set time aside to talk about specific issues, where, whereas before we might have just had a fleeting conversation about something. Now we're setting literally that time aside for that meeting period to discuss it. Yeah, and that's you're, you're right. Is those initial first few meetings where you're almost it's like you're sitting everyone down to have like mandatory company fun. In my experience, the only thing is it, it takes a lot longer to get to know someone over a video call because it's. I know it's a bit kind of fluffy and nondescript, but when you meet someone physically, you just get a better sense for them, if you know what I mean, when you can actually see them and there's like this delay and everything, which I think kind of gets in the way a bit. No, it can do, can't it? If you've got a terrible connection, which I'm sure we've all experienced at some point since March, 
if you're sort of getting delay in words getting through to one another and then somebody freezes, you know, there have been challenging moments where you're trying to sort something important out and actually you say, hang on, look, I'll just give you a call in a minute. And we go back to the good old telephone. I think it isn't the same as meeting someone in person, but I I think it's a damn good second. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please do hit subscribe. If this show has been valuable to you, then we'd really appreciate a rating and a review. It really helps us get out there and reach more people. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and we'll be back with new content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 